When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Here we go! There's only four words. This is something something Broncos. This one's for Pat. Let's go! Guys, this is There's only one person that carries the ball right here. Yeah. Tim Tebow back in the system. Good. Oh my God! Denver's got a touchdown. Picked off by the Broncos. Picked off by the old Pro Justin Sack. Here we hit and sack. Featuring Mike DeSico. And Jess Place. Welcome to Something Something Broncos. Oh my god, oh my god. Hello everybody and welcome to a special postseason demonetized edition of Something Something Broncos. I am Jess Place with my co-host as always, Mike Asiko. Mike, how you doing? Are we still allowed to say let's ride or does Vox Media own that? I, I don't know what they own. Yeah, well, they don't own, <laughs> they don't own me, damn it. I, you know? You, know, you sold out years ago. This voice is free to ride wherever it goes. So, yeah. You know, one thing is certain, Mike and I will be here for you regardless. So, I will be here for you. We may not necessarily be there for you, but we'll be yeah. here. Hello. Welcome back. It's freaking Sean Payton season in Denver. What do you think? Yeah. What do you think? I am excited to have a competent adult. Uh, helming the Broncos. I'm not excited about the draft capital it took to get him. I believe it was a first round pick this year, the Bradley Chubb pick, which is super late first round, 29th overall. Yeah. Um, And then uh, we give up a second round pick next year. And I believe we get back a third. So yes. So the Saints had wanted two first round picks. They didn't end up getting that. So I guess that's a win. Uh, Yeah. So my only question with Sean is, you know, he's got the best resume since Shanahan for a Broncos coach. But he's only had the one job, right? He's only been the Saints head coach and with Drew Brees. 
And so how much of it was that situation, that quarterback, and how much of it was that he's a good coach? Um, I think it's because he's a good coach, but Shanahan went to Washington, didn't work out for him. So how's it going to work out? He had out? a playoff run with RG3 until uh, his he, knees gave out. Yeah, but you just I'm saying you never know because what's going to happen? Um, about a year ago, we were this excited about Russell Wilson. We were going to the playoffs. We were going to be a dark horse Super Bowl contender, all of that, and we're getting all hype and excited about Sean Payton. And – I don't know, at least me, I'm kind of like, let's see what we think in September and October. What do you think? Are you excited? I'm excited, but I'm trying to keep more reasonable than I did last year with Russ. I think most of my excitement was filtered off by how long this process took. They got rid of uh, Nathaniel Hackett after the uh, Christmas Day massacre against the Rams. Yeah. Um, and uh, and so they've had kind of uh, plenty of lead time, six weeks to kind of get this thing going and, and all the talk of all the different candidates and the dark horse candidates and, and people, Oh, surprise candidates. And, yeah. You know, the D'Amico Ryan's and the Dan Quinn and it's Harbaugh. all that kind of just taxed. I, I was okay with Harbaugh. I would have been, okay I learned right which Harbaugh it was for nothing. I, I know. Right. Jimmy James. Wasted my time. We lost, we lost out on Jimmy James and we all suffer as a result. So but, let me ask you the question. Two-part question. Did the Broncos get their guy or did they want somebody else? And did you get your guy? Is this the guy you wanted? I wanted Harbaugh, but eh, I'm I okay wanted Harbaugh it. too. I would rather have had Harbaugh and the draft picks than Peyton. Yeah. But I'm not unhappy with Peyton. But did the Broncos get their guy? Because the reports are, Rappaport said yes, and Schefter said no, that the Broncos chased D'Amico Ryans up till the last minute before hiring Sean. So did the Broncos get who they wanted? Or is this another thing like where we signed Case Keenum and they're trying to convince us that that's who we wanted all along, even though it clearly wasn't? I think they got the guy that they should have gotten. I I, I, I was not ready for another uh, first-time head coach to come in and, you know, just completely crap the bed like all the other first-time head coaches we've had. I mean, between Vance Joseph, Vic Fangio, Nathaniel Hackett, it, it's time for an adult. It's someone who has been here and done this before. And, yeah, he doesn't have Drew Brees this time, but so what? He has Russell Wilson. Yeah. I think I think he's going to do okay. I, I think he'll do well, too. But you brought up the, you know, we have an adult and first-time coaches, which is Vic Fangio is both of those things. And it seems like the signing of Peyton means we may lose Evero, who is probably the best – up-and-coming coach on our staff, I mean, hands down. Are you okay with this hire if it means we lose Evero, and that means Fangio's coming back in the building, possibly? Fangio would be okay as a defensive coordinator, sure. I mean, there's been coordinators that have come back, uh, or there's been head coaches that have come back as coordinators before and had great success. Uh, I, I don't really buy into the the whole uh, Evero is so Nathaniel Hackett loyal that he's going to uh, not continue to work this year i mean he's under I was, contract I, like yeah, it, if it, i was Evero, i'd be like yeah i want to learn under sean payton That's and hack, yeah hack it, right? well and 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 he doesn't need to learn he can just keep doing what he's been doing and you know i i, I don't think that sean payton's going to be such a overbearing presence that he's not going to be able to maintain the number one defense in the nfl he's, oh for sure but i'm just saying he could learn how uh sean payton is a head coach like how he organizes how he leads it's like he seems like the sort of person, if you want to be a head coach, and all reports are that Evero does, and he should, because he'd probably be great at it. Learning from somebody like Sean Payton, I figure it would be good for him to, to see how he operates on a day-to-day basis, how he manages the team, how he does all the, the game day stuff. So. Counterpoint, I would say Evero is going to be good for Sean Payton, because as you recall, those Saints teams, the 
strategy to win games was let's put up 48 points every week uh, and we'll just outscore everybody and not play very much defense. It's true. And so I, th- I think Evero might stick around. And, and I hope it's he not does. like it's not like Hackett is offering him any sort of job with the Jets. I mean, he Hackett is now the what, offensive coordinator for the there's, Jets. There's, what's he going to do? Take the year off out of loyalty for for Hackett? I, I don't think so. I, he's under contract. Yeah, he is. But Sean Payne doesn't want somebody who's like I'm coaching for for me and not for the team, so to speak. You know, it's like is Evero if he doesn't want to be there, then why would Sean Payne want him there? I just hope Evero wants to be there. But you've been hearing all these things on Twitter. You've seen the same things I have. And I, my first choice is to keep Evero around. But if we can't, bringing uh, Fangio back to be a defense coordinator, I'm cool. Yeah, of the two options, I'm okay with either, really. I, yeah. I don't think you can go wrong with either. And you, put you clearly in, have the personnel on defense to make it work. So I, I'm not worried about the defense. I'm worried about the offense. You put any weight into the fact that people, was it Harris and Wolf and some of those other guys, just and evidently Simmons, did not like Fangio? Do you put any stock into that? And it's not like Fangio, like somebody said on Twitter, is going to be in charge of like no music during practice. He's just going to just be the defensive coordinator. Do you have any issues like locker room issues there? I don't know. I don't think we can fully understand what the locker room issues were with that scenario. And, mm-hmm. and you're going to have people that like and don't like the coach no matter no matter who it is. And, and you can't I don't think you can worry about that. You just got yeah, to show up and play. Yeah, exactly. They're these are professionals. I, I, there are bosses that I've had that I didn't like, and I still showed up and did a terrible job. Mm-hmm. Which is what you did for the bosses you liked too. That's right. That's right. Yeah, because you're and, consistent, like a it, pro. You know, and then there are bosses I do like, and then they demonetize us, and that that you know. But I don't care about that. Yeah, we're not we're not bitter about that. At I'm all. not bitter at all. No, no, no. It's fine. Um. So at least now we have we can don't have to pretend that we know who the fourth best offensive tackle in the draft is. Because we don't have a first round pick. Right. So right. that's cool. Now we can pretend like the eighth or ninth. Yeah. Hey, yeah. so let me ask you, uh, ask you another question here. Who's under more pressure this year, Sean Payton or Russell Wilson? I don't know. Russell Wilson just has to improve a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, the bar is so low for him to to have improved. Um, and Sean Payton, he's not going anywhere. I mean, you could lose all the games and he's not going anywhere. Yeah, I would say Russ is in a bad spot because – Champagne's definitely going to, he's not going to be a Nathaniel Hackett one and done or three quarters and done. It's it's a so, unique situation where both the coach and the quarterback kind of get a fresh start. I, yeah. I, you've never really encountered this, but it, it's, that's, that's what it is. Cause it's, you're stuck with Russell Wilson's contract for at least another year or two. Yeah. And, uh, and Sean Payton's not going anywhere for at least two, three years, four years. I would even say four years because yeah. you, you, you have leveraged the draft capital. So now you are invested. Sean, this is the guy. You're buying Sean. Nathaniel Hackett was kind of, so to speak, on a prove it deal. But Peyton, you're long term. You're committed there for, like you say, three or four years. Um, but speaking of Peyton, let's talk about Peyton. The other Peyton, not that Peyton. Peyton Manning? Peyton. No, the other Peyton. George Peyton. Walter Peyton? Who's in more uh, pressure then, George or Russ? Because... Uh, if one or both of those weren't with the team a year from now, would either of us be surprised? Oh, uh, he, it's totally a Brian Zander situation. Like like we had talked about weeks ago, it, 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 uh, Sean Payton isn't coming to play second banana to uh, uh, George Payton. It's it's not happening. And so yeah. uh, you're going to have a year of this is where the bodies are buried. This is where the paper clips are and the highlighters and whatnot. And, and then it's going to be... Um, Thanks, thanks for everything, George. And and George pro- will probably want it that way. And so I would imagine like this, this is not the job George took two years ago. No, where 
I'm going to have control of this franchise. I'm going to implement my vision. And all of a sudden, he's not. Yeah, I mean, he could he he had every opportunity to make his vision a reality, and to yeah, we some saw extent, his vision. He did. Yeah, yeah, he did. And apparently, new ownership is not okay with that. So, and I'm okay with that. So, <laughs> this is the first big ownership moment. They didn't necessarily cover themselves in glory in the process, but the result seems to be what a lot of Broncos country wanted. We, so how, well, yeah, how, you know, it's just just I wish it was a little faster, but that's okay. Yeah, I mean, the Broncos in the past you know, with Vance Joseph, et cetera, have zeroed in on that one candidate too early and they didn't interview other people um, or take other candidates as seriously. Were you pleased with the way the coaching search went this time? Or is it just kind of like you fumbled around the darkness and, you know, a blind scroll finds a nut sort of a thing? Well, I don't know. I, I, I'm so dispirited by the whole process. Like, it, usually, usually I'm excited when we hire a coach and it just took yeah. so long this time. And it's it's not it's not the like, I'm not excited. I'm just more relieved. Like, okay, well, now That's we know over. what we're doing. Yeah. Well, plus the Broncos have, uh, they've sapped energy, enthusiasm, and optimism over these last few years, especially this last year. So, yeah, I don't, I, I'm the same way. I'm not as excited about this as I would have been even last year. So, I'm trying to find. <laughs> Your enthusiasm? I'm trying to, no, I had those uh, um, trivia questions for you that I was going to do. Oh. I was trying to see if I could find them. Last year, last week, remember we can do this trivia questions, right? And then, and then we didn't because I, yeah, I was all depressed. Let's see if I can find them for you real quick. Okay. There we go. Do you want to take? Do you want to do Broncos draft challenge? Oof, I don't know. I will do one, and then we'll see how it goes. Okay. Well, I'm not going to give you the first one because the first one is just kind of a random educational one. Okay. Okay. The answer is Lyle Elzado. Final answer. In two, okay, everyone here. In 2005, the Broncos used their top three picks on defensive backs. Who were they? Oh. Carl Pema. Impressive one first yeah. one. That's one of them. Yeah, I do. I do. I remember these guys. It's Carl Pema. They were all, they, uh, Dominic Foxworth. There's two. Yeah. And, uh, and the, uh, the guy, the, is it the, the guy who got in a lot of trouble? Uh, he did not get in a lot of trouble. It wasn't, uh, Karome Cox. <laughs> I have no idea. I, I, I don't remember the third one. Darren Williams. Oh, right. Darren Williams was part of that. That's, yeah, he was. You want to keep going on the Broncos draft? All right, we'll keep going. Car- pulling Carl Payma out of my ass made me feel pretty good about where we're headed. And so. I don't want to know why Carl Payma was in your ass, but well, that's that's another episode. That's something, something after dark. Since 2000, what has been the average first-round draft position of the Denver Broncos? Not counting the years they didn't have a first-round pick. This is the picks we actually had in the first round, not the pick we earned originally. So basically, since the turn of the century, what's been our average first-round draft position? I'm going to say, because we've had some pretty high ones, but we always used to be kind of like late teens. So I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to say 12 to 15. Our average draft position since 2000 is 16.8. Oh God, dog. I was one off, but I didn't go over. So according to prices, right rules, I still uh, win the car. But you also gave me a range and I feel like it's kind of disqualifying. You didn't didn't say anything about a range. I didn't. You didn't say I couldn't. All right. So another question here. We're always like, why don't the Broncos draft a quarterback? You know, we haven't had a solution. Why don't we draft and develop one? Since 2000, how many quarterbacks have the Broncos drafted in the last 22 drafts? 22 drafts. How many quarterbacks have we drafted? 16. 11. 11. Okay. We average one every other year. Yeah, I thought we did it every year. Nope. for a couple. We've drafted 11 quarterbacks since 2000. Some of them are camp arms. Some of them were Paxton Lynch. And how many of them are in the Hall of Fame? 
uh, just the wide receiver we didn't draft. So in 2010, Jess's boy, Josh McDaniels, drafted the following players with his first five picks. In what order were they drafted? Zane Beatles, Tim Tebow, J.D. Walton, Eric Decker, Demaryius Thomas. Oh, well, Demaryius Thomas. That's a pretty good top five right there. Yeah. It's not too bad. In what order did he draft them? Demaryius Thomas was first, Tim Tebow. Demary- Tim Tebow. Uh, who, who are the, okay, so it, Zane Beatles, JD Walton, and Eric Decker. Uh, Eric Decker was second round pick. Uh, and then I feel like Walton came before Beatles. <laughs> Eric Decker was the fifth round pick. It went DT, Tebow, Zane Beatles in the second round, JD Walton, Eric Decker. Oh my. Well, that, you know, that makes sense because, uh, Zane Beatles appeared on the Ellen DeGeneres show. He what? Before the Super Bowl, he was on the Ellen DeGeneres show. The, the, the one that we lost to the Seahawks. Yeah. And why does that make sense? Well, because, you know, Ellen DeGeneres. So therefore, he was drafted in the second round. There you go. There you go. Okay, now I get it. Now I get it. Yeah, yeah she's abusive right. to her staff and therefore Zane Beatles. Two of the higher draft picks we had in the 2000s were Drew Locke and Ryan Clady. Who had a higher draft position, Drew Locke or Ryan Clady? Uh, I'm going to say Clady. Have you ever heard the six, the sticks song, uh, lady? Mm-hmm. You're my Clady. Clady was drafted 12th overall. Drew Locke was drafted Late. 11th overall. No, 11th? excuse me. Not 11th. I'm sorry. This is, sorry. Let's oh. redo this one. It was, yeah. uh, uh, what the um, hell? What the Jay hell? Jay Cutler. It was Jay Cutler. Oh yeah. J- yeah. Jay Cutler had a higher draft. Jay Cutler was drafted 11th overall. Ryan, we'll have to redo that question if you want to use this segment. Son of a. I remember when Jay Cutler was signed, uh, drafted. Yeah. Uh, we traded up to get him, and mm-hmm. uh, a friend of mine. We were, were we were watching it on delay, and uh, and we didn't realize that we were like one commercial break behind. And uh, a buddy of ours called and was like, "Oh my God, they got Jay Cutler!" Like first thing out of his mouth, and we hadn't seen it yet. Yeah. So uh, that was a that was a new problem back in those days. I mean, I I had the TiVo box. Remember that? Yeah. That was a thing. I had TiVo. So, how do you feel you did here, historical Mile High Report editor? Oh, I don't feel bad about any of that. I feel like this is all seat. recent. We didn't get any questions right. We did. We did. Yeah. I got Carl Payma and Dominic Foxworth. Are you kidding? But not Darren Williams, it's who funny. was the easiest I... one of the group. Well, there you go. I make make. I'm the just saying. Hard. You went like 0 for five. No, not 0 for five. I was... 0 for five. I mean, you got one of the questions wrong. I think I should get credit for that. Yeah, I'll give you I'll give you half credit. And you got a two thirds credit for the thing. Yeah, yeah. So now we're doing math. I'm not gonna do math. Do math. No. I if you're gonna do questions, you have to do math. I could just give you a fraction and say that's how many points you get, and you'll be like, Oh, right, yeah, because you don't wanna sound dumb and maybe I'm right. I don't like where this is heading, Mike. Yeah, no, I don't like either. <laughs> Don't the math. I'm not a math teacher. You're digital photography. Yeah, yeah. All my kids and parents I listen to this podcast, I assume. I'm sure. Especially oh, yeah. now that we've been demonetized. Oh, yeah. You know, I never actually did it for the money. No, because it was a lot of money. I mean, you you well, single-handedly you, busted you're Mr. the Vox Corporation. You're Mr. Big Bucks. You know, you got your diamond earrings in and drinking out of your gold <sighs> goblet there, your little chalice. I'm actually on the gold I am stream drinking, like, as we speak. water from, like, the puddle out in the quad. Yeah. You know, I'm not I'm not like you, man. We pay you in Sizzler gift cards. The Sizzler near me literally closed three months ago. I can't even use that shit. Sorry. That's how worthless it is. You it's can like buy... you pay me 
This is actually, you can actually go on the website and buy Sizzler merchandise with those gift cards. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at luckylandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Really? Yeah. So they have one that says we go in Sizzler from like white man can't jump. You can buy Sizzler merchandise. No, I'm sure you can. I'm somewhere. Etsy, perhaps. But they won't take the cards because they're worthless. Yes. Sizzler family restaurants. Gift cards. Order online. I don't see anything here about merch. You have to have the special promo. Oh, hey. We can do franchising, though, because maybe, you know, this podcast has been demonetized. Maybe you and I start a new podcast about how we're opening up our first Sizzler. We should open how, a Golden Corral because, you know, people can put their fingers in the uh, the chocolate fountain. Yeah, I would love that. <laughs> um, the, oh, wait, the ideal Sizzler franchise candidate would be an existing multi-unit, single, or multi-concept franchisee. would have existing restaurant experience. With strong business acumen. Is that us? I mean, it could be us. It could be us. I've I eaten feel, a Sizzler before. I feel we'd interview really well and we could be able to like gloss over the gaps in our resume and win them over with charm. I think they're just looking for anyone willing to invest at this point. Yeah. Because, right? I mean, you know, they, they're going out of business. Yeah. Yeah. Aren't they? I don't well, know. the one in Auburn, California did. The one in Pasadena, California did like 10 years ago. Man, rough time to be a Sizzler franchisee in California. Yeah. Yeah. They did not ride. Much like Fox Media, they did not ride. They did not. They refused to ride. They're no longer riding. No riding. And no communication either, which is. Let's make a completely unfounded and too early prediction. No. Give me the Broncos record next year. You know you have Sean Payton. You know you have Russell Wilson. The rest is details, window dressing, whatever. Nine and eight. Nine and eight. Russell Wilson. Give me his postseason grade next year. On scale of one to 10, is he going to be a. This year he's probably, what, a two? No, I, I, I was going to give you a letter grade. If you have a letter grade. Well, scale of 1 to 10. I mean, he was probably a 2 this year out of 10, I would think. Maybe 3? 2.5. 2. Yeah. 2.5. What's he going to be next year? 6. What's going to be the shot? 7? 6.5. 6.5. He'll be three times as good as he was this year. That's not hard. True. Of course, three times zero is? Donut. Donut. Exactly. Math. Right. See, this is all this is a math See, podcast. Stop it with the math. The math podcast. You're upsetting our listener. Oh, uh, man. Them. Sorry. The one listener. guy. One guy, <laughs> but he's a loyal guy. He's going to Sizzler today. So if you hear us, Sizzler, that business, that's from us. I wanted to save this until we were re-monetized, uh, Mike, but um, our official sponsor uh, going forward is going to be that Sizzler down the street from you that closed. Oh, how nice. Yeah. We can yeah. go interview the raccoon who lives behind the store, <laughs> the squatters who are in the kitchen. Yeah, I'm uh, sure we can still find some... Uh, Maybe some old cuts of meat in the freezer, and maybe they didn't clean it out entirely. Oh, you know, everybody was locked out of there, and uh, it just 
it's just sitting there. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a shame. You know, as goes Sizzler, so goes America. That's what John F. Kennedy said, you know? And so it's kind of sad that this is where we're at. This is it, you know? Every day, Sizzler goes out of business. We die. Well, just a the American less. dream yeah. dies, yeah. yeah. And you can get a franchise if you have money. Yeah. What is, what is the average franchise? Well, I, you got to sign the franchise disclosure agreement. Let's Google how much does a Sizzler franchise cost? Um, Sizzler has a franchise fee of $35,000 for a 20-year renewable agreement, which is actually pretty good. 4% of gross sales must be paid as an ongoing royalty fee. Franchises expect to have a net worth net worth that exceeds $3 million and at least $750,000 available in liquid assets. So that's us. That's us. Yeah. Us. yeah. Is this what happens when when the, the money dries up? This is where we go? This is oh, you think this is bad? Wait till we're in like May. Like, well, there's a draft coming up. We have no picks. Let's talk about, I don't know, fish, the band or the aquatic animal either I one i will not talk about fish which either. one either really either or you know i tried to listen to fish the other day because there was i never listened to them they weren't bad but they didn't speak to me yeah that's fair i'm yeah. more of a ween guy so you know who ween 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 aren't you from new hampshire don't you guys have to love fish no isn't that like your thing out there no we're the south of the north this is uh what, you know. this is like an east side west side sort of a thing in new hampshire uh i was talking to a friend the friend said uh very pro massachusetts by the way he said once you cross uh the massachusetts new hampshire border you're you're passing something very similar to the mason dixon line of new england and really I, I was like oh interesting so what's the difference um i don't know i i would rather be over here instead of in boston that's yeah, i mean that's the same thing out here you know norcal and socal one state but two different worlds stockton is the dividing line stockton is the greeley of california <laughs> It's a sad place that you don't want to like. You, uh, I grew up there. I can say this. I grew up in Greeley. I loved growing up there. I can say this. No, but yeah. nobody else can. You can't, well, Jess. I well, I've smelled it from Denver. Yeah, yeah, but Stockton, awful, awful attempt. They probably have several uh, Sizzler franchises. That's how bad it is. Yeah. <laughs> All the gas stations, Sizzler franchises. Doctor, yes. doctor's office, Sizzler. Orthodontist, uh, no, Sizzler. No. No, they do have a Sizzler in Stockton. Of course. It's on East Hammer Lane. So when it's time to go Sizzler, baby, it's hammer time. Hammer, don't hurt him. Oh, please, hammer. Please, hammer. Don't do it. All right. Well, that's that's it for Something Something Broncos monetized diversion. And we're uh, as embarrassed as you are. Uh, yes. Uh, so Sean Payton, you're happy. Yeah. But you're not jumping up and down. No. But you're happy. I'm satisfied for now. We'll see what happens. I'm I'm happy that we're not having the quality control coach for the Titans being introduced as our head coach and having to listen to that spin. This is the guy we wanted all along. He was our number one from the beginning. We don't have to be lied to right now during the press conference, which is what, today or tomorrow? So I'm happy for that. I wouldn't mind being lied to a little bit. I, I, I hope they You're lie to me. You're a handsome man, Jess. Yeah, well, People respect you. Damn it. People respect you, Jess. It's not... On this podcast. Oh, sorry, sorry, my mistake. All right, so uh, you can listen to us uh, wherever you get your podcasts, wherever that is, uh, at least for the next month, and then we'll figure out what we're doing. Um, but you, this, uh, regardless, this is not the last you'll see of no. Jess on the Something Something Broncos podcast, uh, uh, or whatever we'll call it going forward. But uh, I will, I will, you'll, you will find us. Keep your eye on social media at Mike DeSico. 
uh, Common Spelling, and at Jezru for uh, breaking news about what is going to happen to your Mile High Report podcasts or whatever and, they are after this. Yeah. As soon as we know, you'll know. Yeah, it'll be awesome. All right. Jess, you're amazing at this. Have I ever told you that? Well, thank you. You're you're an amazing co-host, Mike, and I'm I'm oh, really buddy, proud to be you. be here with you. Um, and your and your trivia questions. Yeah, even though I screwed one up, and I apologize to Jay Cutler, loyal listener, fan of the pod, and I apologize to Jay Cutler. Smoking Jay, let's smoking Jay Cutler. All right, let's ride. Yeah.